Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Yo, back again. Another week, another episode. So rap names podcast, you know what I'm saying? Um, and how cool is this? I told y'all this before, but that intro music you hear on our pod is by Jake One, the one and only Jake One. You know what I'm saying? I, I just like saying that shit, man. It's just some cool shit to say, you know. Uh, Jerry, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, my brother, it's another day, another dollar, man. Just uh, that's it. Just, just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ain't we all, my dog? You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, man, you know, we got a, we got a couple things to get to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just just a few, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm introducing it like this because we got some shit to get to that I'm, like, very excited about. Super excited about. Jerry, I know you probably share the same sentiments. Um, but before we get to that, um, let's just kind of talk about, you know, this is what we do around this time. You know, we talk about what we've been listening to for the past week or so or whatever. So, you know, got to kick it off, man. What you what you been listening to this week, man? What you fucking uh, Um, So, uh... I was I was listening to uh believe it or not, I've been that uh what's it Corday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um his yep. album is 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 like almost a daily listen to me. Um yeah. um so I wanna shout out uh the homies from Tissue and the Tape for uh for 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 checking me on that and letting yeah, me know, yeah. you know what I mean to letting the check world know that out, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, to check that out. And then um uh, I actually been listening to uh, to 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 both of his projects actually, so I actually like both of them Jones actually. Okay, um, <clears throat> and then um, <clears throat> carrying over from what I you know from last time, I um, I was you know I, I took that my um the Beanie Siegel flow that I was on, and yeah, um, that yeah. transitioned over into uh, the Streets is watching. Uh, <laughs> I mean Streets is watching um the Dynasty album. Mm. So I've been listening to that mm. a lot, man. Um, classic. Um, damn, it's they were spitting, was spitting on that. They definitely was well, a weird album because um not not the album itself but it's like 
I always leave that album out of whole uh, discography because it doesn't feel like a Jay-Z album. It's like a compilation album. You know what I'm saying? It is a part of his collection. So if you call it a classic, it is a whole classic technically. But it's just a it's just a weird album to place. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's it's hard to say that's his album, even yeah. though he he does have the most verses on Absolutely. the album. Um and then, you know, a lot of people don't give it to him also because uh like outside of it being weird. Um, that's like the first time that we heard people question whether or not he was the nicest nigga on the album. You know what I'm saying? Like that's true. Um that's true. I mean, I, I think he was, but I mean, hell man, Beans was Beans killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so if you want to tell crazy. me if you want to tell me that's Beans album, Freeway went crazy on one night. Yeah, Freeway went crazy too. You know yeah, saying? like it was it was it at least opened the world up to the idea that there are more niggas that's nice on this level and it's like oh shit who is that nigga though like yeah you jay-z who is that nigga who is him who is that you know what i mean so like that yeah that's a that's, that's a good point um yeah uh dynasty yeah no dynasty is an album that you i don't give a fuck what you're doing you can put the dynasty on start to finish and that shit gonna ride you know what i'm saying um yeah corday and the dynasty I, I was listening to corday shit too you know after we had that conversation with your homie shout out to them as well um shout out to tissue on the tape podcast i was it that was a great episode I, have, I had a lot of fun with that um you know, so Corday's album is definitely good. Um, I checked it out and I was um it's it's not that I was apprehensive, it was just like there was I, I didn't get around to checking it out when it first dropped. So I was just like, you know what, let me just see what it's about. Let me put this shit on, no expectations, no nothing. Um, and, it, and it's a great album. I mean, he can rap. He, you know, um, I always knew that he could rap from his days in uh what was it like uh YBN. Um, you know, they were a group, you know, a while back. It was uh him, I don't know all the members' names. But I was watching an interview recently with uh, Almighty J, who was in that group. And, you know, he was just kind of talking about some of the dealings or whatever. And one thing he said that stood out to me was he always knew that Corday was going to be exactly what he is right now. Like they all knew because the type of music that he made and even down to the way that he rapped, it was way different than the other members. So, like, if you ever uh, for those out there who are familiar with the YBN, the mixtape, um, which has one, it is one of these songs that's like a. Not even a guilty pleasure song, but it's called Porsches in the Rain. That song is fucking incredible, dog. Like, you probably never gonna listen to that song in your life, but oh my god, that song is fire. Man. I post that shit all the time. Like, still. Yeah, um, I probably won't listen to that it. That shit is fire. You know, you know what's funny about what you're saying? And um, so like for full honesty, after I, you know, I started listening to it and I, you know, I texted you. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, this shit crazy. And yeah, I texted yeah. Trey. And Trey hit me back and was just like, yo, homie can rap. But he's weird. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, yeah, he's weird, yeah. right? Like, it's I think that man. was my, I mean, outside of me just being cool on, you know, like not really giving young niggas a shot yeah, or whatever yeah. the case may be. I mean, you know, that's my own flaws as a human yeah. being. But like, you, like you've said many a times, yo, I like what I like. I like what I like, um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, I think I looked at him. I judged him. I was just like, yeah, yeah he's going to be out and, here talking. And he got a about, list, you know. too. So it's like, that counts, yeah. though. That matters. You got a list. You hear him talk. You see him. You're like, yeah. I thought he was going to be money uh, money, money phone <laughs> type young boy rapping, you know, like, I, but he, he's he's anything but that, man. Yeah. Young boy, he, like, he can legitimately rap my, uh, and I, I text the tissue and take homies too my, my old my, my my homie vibe was just like he was like he considers him uh like the spawn of j uh j cole like you could tell like yeah, cole I've, heard was like, I've heard that reference before you too. know what i'm saying yeah. like he, you know I mean, you can tell and that's dope when you see yeah 
people that you've seen impacted by other artists yep. now impacting new artists. Yeah, he, and, and, and and it's weird too, uh, because weird in a good way, because I can hear a little, like J. Cole is a spawn of like, by his own admission, like of like the Nas tree, right? Like Nas, yep. Pac, all them. And you can hear a little bit of Nas in Corday's delivery at times. Like he has a feature on hers album where he's rapping and I'm like, the way he's getting in and out of these bars, that reminds me of Nas. Like that, I'm not okay. calling him Nas, but it reminds me of like you know that, and it makes sense to bring it all full circle. One of the songs that Corday can like spit off the top of his head right now is um I know I can like the Nas song right like he talked about oh, how influential, okay. yeah, he talked about how influential that song was to him as a kid. You gotta remember he was a kid when this song came out, so he That's was wild. one of those kids that was. You know, I know why I can't, and he, yeah. it, you know, you can tell, like, you know, so I, you know, I, um, I, I would, you know, recommend anybody listening to this to go out there and look up that clip. I'm sure it's on YouTube where he's talking about it. He's rapping the song, and you can tell that it took him back to a time where he was just like, oh, like shit, that was. So for yeah. that to be his shit is like fucking me up right now because I was, yeah, it was, yeah, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was listening, I was listening to that album. Shout out to Corday, um, but then I started listening to. Our guy, Push. I started listening to Push. I was listening to Exodus. I watched the video. The Exodus, listen, man, that's still one of the best videos I've ever seen to this day. It's one of the grimiest, like, I felt like I was on the block with that nigga in that video when you see it. Uh, so I went to that. I went to, uh, um, what was it, uh, Darkest Before Dawn. I went to fucking uh, My Name Is My Name. I was just going back and forth between all the shit. Um, Daytona, obviously, like, you know, I even went back to the re-up gang shit. Like, I was really in that bag this week, you know what I'm saying? So I just kind of was mm -hmm. in my push of tea. That was a classic, that was a classic series, yeah, too, yeah. that re-up gang mixtape series. Shout out to my brother, man. Rest my that brother. Play, oh, and that, and that, oh yeah, shout, shout him out. Yeah, he that, he that, put that, me up on that, on that, on that whole era back then. Like, he was, he kept telling me about Ab Lava. He was like, yo, this nigga named Lava, you need yeah. to listen to this tape. Like, you know, I know you know the clips and all that, but listen to this tape for this nigga. And I was like, oh, what do we have here? <laughs> no, that shit is that shit is legendary, dog. Yeah, live, shout, shout out the lava dog. Lava EA, dog. EA all day. I wasn't the biggest <laughs> lava fan, but lava had this bar that said, uh, he said, for you, for y'all, for you Dorito niggas, because them whips you push is not chose. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, this nigga's mm -hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh yo, lava, you know, you I, you know what you mean. I'm I'm going, and it'll probably be my answer for next week. I gotta go listen to that play clothes um mixtape. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one yeah, of the, yo, bro. That's that's one of them mixtapes. Um, you know, I always say cushion orange juice changed my life, but the play clothes mixtape is one of those mixtapes um where I was I was outside, I was really, yeah. really I was maneuvering. I could imagine, yeah, yeah. I was I having a, I was having a lot of fun. I'm, with I'm the, remembering with the, the homies, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We was going places and a lot of stuff was happening. That music was sounding very different to you outside. <laughs> yeah. Than, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Because I'm thinking back yeah. on the song that was on it right now, and I'm like, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Nah, yeah. that, makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, You know, and shit, man, you know, uh, what 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 better way, you know, to, to get into this next thing that we're going to talk about, right? Um, But real, real quick, two things, just two things. I know there's like a lot of albums dropping and all that, but it's only two that I care about that's coming up soon, and that's... Shit, a couple of days from now, we're recording this on the 25th, Tuesday, or 28th, Babyface Ray. Shout out to the city. You know what I'm saying? Detroit's on. Love Babyface Ray shit. Uh, he's dropping 
And LMA is dropping again, dog. Like, listen, Boot Up is still, I would still listen to Boot Up right now. I love that song. I don't give a fuck. Like that, she dropped a, a little like EP or something like that, I think before they had Boot Up on it and ended up going on. That. Listen, like, I love her, but boy, LMA. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Yeah, listen, man. I'm I'm excited about the album to say the least. You know what I'm saying? But let's get right to it, dog. Listen, your man, our man's, everybody man's, he keep doing this little this little dance around shit where he like, you know, I'm a I'ma drop a little snippet from some fashion week shit, right? And then I'm gonna give y'all niggas a snippet from like the crib. This is all music that's about to drop, and I'm talking about nothing other than push a T. Right, one of the goats of this shit, you know, he's in my top five somewhere around there, depending on the day you ask me. Um, what you what you think about this? You have have you had a chance to check out like both of the? I think it's two snippets out. Things like two legit snippets out right now. Have you had a chance to check them out? And what do you think about? Uh, I I can't remember who the people were exactly, but shout out the listeners, um, because everyone knows if you've listened to this podcast. Any episode, I've literally almost said the same exact thing every episode, which is drop the motherfucking drop the album, album, bro. Yep. Yep. Um, so, you know, shout out to everybody that tagged me in in, in those posts, uh, whether it be IG or Twitter, um, just letting me know. So, yes, I did hear um, the snippets. Um, I, I'm i just ready. Like, just drop just drop the project. Um, I You know, I love, I love the confidence that the homie has. And saying mm-hmm. it's it's not just the album of the year, it's the it's the motherfucking, it's the motherfucking album, album of the year, yeah. Of the year. Yeah. Um, but I do <clears throat> like anybody, yo, bro, you putting a lot of targets on YouTube, you know, for yeah. this thing to to you know it's so it's got a lot of hype, it's gotta live up to. Yep. Um for a lot of people, for me, fortunately, I don't really care if it's album of the year or not. I just want yeah, to. I just want to out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I'm. I grew up in the. I grew up in the era where. Uh, I, I well, I'll say it like this. I really appreciate coke rap. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah. bro. As as some about a, it, like you don't even have to ever have sold a gram. No. You as don't a even have to have a but the music, ooh, wow. As as a square individual, law by technically a law by citizen. No, let, let's yeah. take the square out because I ain't never been a square. Yeah, yeah. Let's not but do like that. Let's a, not do but that. as a law abiding citizen, Absolutely. my G. Absolutely. Um, as a as a washed dad, okay. um, I can tell you this, fam. I need me some good coke music. I need to right. hear about. Yeah. I need to hear how you chopped no, it up. No, dog, and you turned twelve into thirty. Yeah, <laughs> like it's something about know, that I love. All my friends know if you recommend some music to me, a couple things better be happening. And not that I condone them, but the music it better be happening. You better be selling some coke. You better be busting your gun, and you better be out here doing some fly shit. Like you, you, you have to be. If you're not, it's gonna take me a minute to listen to your music. I'm not saying I'm not gonna listen to it. It's just gonna take me a minute. That's all. Like once I see who you are at the door, I'm like, all right, cool. We're gonna bump him down to number six on the list. Push a T dropping, Benny dropping, Conway dropping, bump them niggas up, let them behind the velvet rope. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, you know, in yeah, the first bro. snippet, the first snippet came from uh Fashion Week out in Paris. Um, Nigo, who was like the you know, like he's like the creator of uh what is it? Um a bathing ape, um, billionaire boys mm-hmm. club, ice cream, human made, all of that, all this fly shit, right? So 
you know, originally it was uh, Stephen Victor, you know, the legend Stephen Victor. Yeah. Um, there's there's an album coming out. <clears throat> it's it's called Now I Know Nego, right? Uh, and it was supposed to be just like this two song EP originally. It was just supposed to be two songs, put it out, whatever. But I think as they went on, like Stephen Victor was like, nah, look, let's do this, right? Like it's been a long time since like he put music out itself, and you know, so he's trying to get back into the into the loop of shit. So now he has uh Pharrell, it's Pusha T, ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, Kid Cuddy, Uzi Vert, and like a couple more people that haven't been named yet that's gonna be a part of this project. Um, so I think that that song from Push was a snippet from that album, I'm assuming. Um, I you know, they didn't put details out about who's else who else is gonna be on that song with him. If it was just a solo song, whatever. But um, yeah, but Push is, is out here, he's active. If you check his Instagram, he only has one post up, and that's the what I would assume to be the album cover. And it's a little bit of product. I'm not gonna say what it is because I don't know, I wasn't there. It's a little bit of product sprinkled over Lana Del Rey's face. Uh, you know, and then it, and you, you swipe left, there's a video for you. He's rapping, he's fucking rapping, bro. He's inside the house, but he's very much outside with this rap shit. So I'm listen, just just drop the album, dog. Just please drop the album because niggas know, man, Push been rapping about Coke for 20 years. And guess what? The next album that he dropped and he talking about Coke, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking listen like I never heard him rap about it before. I mean, it's just simple as that. Like, listen, if you niggas can go out here and listen to people rap about uh the lean and the cars that they don't own. In the jury that they, you know, it's fake and shit like that. Let me listen to a real nigga. Don't knock me. I'm just listening to some shit that I like, dog. I like what I like. I'm just going to listen to, you know, just to what I like, dog. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, in, I don't know. And, and I, I guess I kind of want to ask you that, too. How do you feel about that? Like the, you know, it's not like a secret. Like, oh, yeah, push rap about Coke. How do you feel about it? Have you ever looked up and been like, ah, man, I kind of want him to give me stuff. Because eh. he has dabbled in other subjects. He's not just like a one- one trick pony, you know what I'm saying? But but what do you think about that criticism that like people come with? Like, oh so I th I think it's a very lazy critique of him. Yeah, I do too. Um, and I and I don't think it's fair. And 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 <clears throat> I am one of those individuals that does appreciate the maturization of, of one's flow mm -hmm. and how I love when people rap about what they're going through. Like I, mm -hmm. I feel like those make the best albums because you know, you're, 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 you know, you're putting a spin on your life. You know, it may not, you, you know, you may not be doing everything you're saying or you may exaggerate it, but you know, for the most right. part, you know, right. you're, you're doing what you're doing. Right. <clears throat> um, I do think it's, I think push has shown that he can rap about whatever, whatever the topic is or whatever mm -hmm. you want. But I, I feel like homie found his lane. Yeah. And he's just like, yo, listen, I, you know, this is my lane and I'm about to be that person, yep. you know what I mean? And, and, and we just going to go from there. So I don't have a problem with him still rapping about um, those type of things. Right. I, 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 I just, and I think, I think people that complain about it, I feel like it's just corny and it's just, yeah. not, it's just not fair. It's right? not really like, either. Yeah. Like those are the same people that get mad at Jay-Z because Jay-Z's quote unquote, He's rapping about so much stuff that we can't, we don't even understand. Yeah. It's just like, so you want homie to dumb it down because yeah, you yeah. don't understand? Because you don't understand it. Yeah, that's not, that's nah. kind of defeating the purpose of why he's saying it. Like he's he's actually saying this shit so that you can, you know, he's telling you Google's your friend. So if you say some shit you don't know, you might want to look it up. 
so that you can kind of learn some shit and get ahead. So maybe he's maybe he's putting the you know the medicine in the applesauce or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to, you know, and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly about push. I think that he's shown here's the thing. Anybody that has that criticism of him tells me one thing. They haven't listened to his music. Because he's not only talking about this. He's known for that because he does it better than anybody else in history, for my money. But he talks about a lot of different things. Like, And I think, personally, you can argue that Push has at least two classics solo under his belt. Daytona and Darkest Before Dawn. Darkest Before Dawn might be my favorite album from Push. Um, because I think that that was the album where he showed people... I have something for every single topic. He had a, he had something addressing these rappers, addressing like you know, just like the way it is dealing with women, um, social injustice. He has everything on that album, dog. He got Jill, he got Jill Scott, he got fucking uh, um, Kaylani's on there. He got Ab Live on there. In the beats that he raps on, it's like niggas not rapping on those beats. You're not rapping on a beat like these beats that um that that push gets, bro. He takes these beats and like owns them shits, dog. Like it's like these unorthodox beats with these weird sounds and pops, and it's like, what the fuck is this? But he'll make you tune in because of what he's doing on it. So I think anybody that has that criticism of him and they choose not to listen is lazy and they haven't listened to him. So it's just like he's not making that music for you anyway. He's doing that for us because I'm ready for it. Whenever that album drop, I'm ready for it. And whenever you put up a link to buy a physical copy of it, I'm going to buy that shit too. Like I bought Daytona. I bought the purple tape with Daytona. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it is what it is, dog. So, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got that off because Push is, Push, I'm glad you back outside too, man. Thank you. For real. Just, just, hey, Push, just don't, just don't be toying around, bro. Like, please be really about to drop that album. <laughs> yeah, because, on, because now you are in full rollout mode, Push. You're not in vague statement mode you are you have made it abundantly clear that this is the album of the year we are in a, a brand new year and you rolling this shit out dog you got videos out here and clip like yeah we need i wouldn't videos. be i wouldn't be shocked about the next time we record he at least, at least announces the date conway just uh, announced the date uh well i saw it on Benny's page on instagram um conway is dropping uh god don't make mistakes uh february 25th that's the tentative date you know right now so i'm assuming that the sort of like semi heavyweights are kind of are like kind of you know planning to drop before the summer so I, i'm assuming benny might be march i'm just gonna go out on the limb here i don't i haven't heard anything but maybe march if conway is coming that late in february i'm gonna imagine middle of march for benny uh but Let's get to let's get to what we came here to talk about this evening. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we give we give all of our goats their flowers and their credit and their just due. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. 
You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. And sometimes we have these conversations where it's like we don't really understand like why uh, or the people don't understand, you know, why certain goats don't get the same treatment as the other ones. And I want to talk about LL tonight, right? Um, number one, let's start here. He is a legend. Let's get that clear out the way. A pioneer, um, somebody that's to be respected no matter what, no matter how old you are, you know, LL's music, like, you know, something from him, period. Um, but I'm, I want to, I want you to start this off, right? Why do you think LL doesn't get, or do you feel like he doesn't get his just do his proper placement on goat status or whatever? And if you, you know, if you, if you feel like he don't, then why not? What do you think causes that? So I want to word this. The answer is no, he doesn't get his proper respect, but I want to word this correctly. Um, LL Cool J is not my goat, right? Like, but I do feel right. I do look at LL as one of the 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 you know the greatest to ever do it, right? Mm -hmm. But if someone was to tell me they think LL Cool J is the greatest rapper ever, I wouldn't argue with you whatsoever. That lets me know what type of rap you like when you say LL Cool yeah. J is the greatest. And what era you came time. from, too. Yeah. Um, I don't think LL gets his respect because similar to what Joe Button said about that, that Joe Button line he had about Jordan. It's talking about how the, gen the generation don't remember the other stuff. They just remember when AI no, crossed them, right? Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of these niggas, and like maybe a little bit after, like the next generation after, after like us, right? Like that generation. Or matter of fact, let's be real, because like we, you and I, like age, age difference is enough that we can say we're too, too. Yeah, we we still sure. listen to. Him. I would say that generation right around your generation a little bit I'm younger born in, born is kind of where the, the disrespect yeah and yeah. i'm not saying you in particular yeah, yeah, no, 100%, but like I, I get it, the yeah. disrespect or the forget the forgetfulness of ll cool j yeah. is gone people only remember the the tv show the the fucking love story the love movie or whatever he gotcha. did with like i think it was like queen latifah classic like deliver us from evil nigga that's a classic yeah movie. like cool like movie. niggas really only know whatever it is ncis yeah. or whatever the fuck show he does or whatever you. you know what i'm saying you. they know yeah. ll cool j the actor um but let's 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 keep this all the way real um ll cool j is one of the nicest cats i have ever heard rap in my life mm -hmm. um literally i don't think anybody now if you want to tell me insert whatever kane or whatever like cool i'm telling you i don't think there's a, a person living on the face of this earth in his prime 
when I mean when LL was in his prime that wanted to ever battle bull and when by battle like first of all let's 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 be all the way real because I, I I like I genuinely fuck with LL so like this is like real for me what he did on four three two one yeah it's crazy nobody yeah. nobody in the history I, at that point in time to my knowledge of the stuff I was listening to that mm -hmm. put had a song put somebody on it knowing that the motherfucker was going to come at him mm -hmm. now for honesty cannabis had his first verse verse first and the ll heard it and then came back at him but like that's the that 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 is the, the, yo that's hip-hop that is yeah that was like 97 that, that that's just swag like that yeah. shit yo dog like say what you gonna say i'm a body you right like what he did to cannabis was art my g was art like this wasn't no 50 cent and jai y'all i'm gonna just troll you every time it's nah oh yo you yo you drop something bet let me remind everyone again how i destroyed you on my own song right now let's keep it keep it being cannabis had a crazy verse yeah, like i'm did. not trying to make like cannabis ain't say nothing but like ll LL Cool J is literally one of the greatest MCs ever, bro. Whether it be some 80s shit with yeah. you know almost some mama said not mama gonna knock not, not whatever knock you out even, even uh, just radio. I can't live without like, my radio, yeah, like yep. like all them bro, all that stuff, yeah. and then for him to transition. This is another reason a lot of people don't remember that stuff, right? They remember right, 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 which right. by the way. All this R&B shit, all these niggas. Nigga, I doing. need love. Nigga, listen, when I was a kid, I need love used to come on. And I used to be like, hey, Bruh. this is the this is my shit right here. Like, that song is my shit. You go on the gram right now, you can find someone that is over 30, mm -hmm. a female over 30, that will have some sort of caption saying bamboo earrings, at least two pairs, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, yo, hey, lover. Ooh. That shit with boys than men, bro. Like oh, they remember man. that, right? Like, mm. like, but my, my point is is that fucked it up with that one. Ja Rule, 50, Fab, all these niggas that Nelly, literally was niggas. like that was like, yo, I'm about to just hop on all, like I'm about to make my lane on these on the chick tracks. Excuse mm -hmm. me, I, I don't mean to say chick tracks, but like like the yeah, RB yeah, yeah. songs sure, with, with sure. women, yeah, yeah. songs for women. I, yo, he's going to like bruh, nobody now. Nobody has ever done it like Bull. Like, and oh by the way, don't get it twisted. He'll he'll like you throw him on a on a real track, he'll destroy yeah. it. Like he'll, he'll rap niggas, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. like when when they when they was teasing, oh, I forget what verses that was, and Swiss called LL up afterwards mm -hmm. and was like, yo, now we all know who LL would want. He would yeah. want holes. He won't be there, he been one big homie for twenty years, you know what I'm saying? Making, you know, as far as yeah. some battle shit. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's probably the only nigga I've ever heard mention Jay Z's name on a track, like giving him the warning shot, and Hov really never did nothing in return, to my knowledge. Now, the street shit will tell you, yo, they they had they had they little battles, or they 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 probably battled here and there. I'm saying I never heard the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, LL Cool J. Is one of them niggas that needs to be on niggas Mount Rushmore's mm. period. Okay. Right. 
Like maybe not. I'm, I'm not saying he got to be on your Mount Rushmore, you. but I'm saying you. he deserves to be <clears throat> in that. Damn, do I put L on this, John? Yeah, conversation. Yeah. I got you. Um, and you made a lot of great points. And full disclosure, I'm not about to shit on LL. Um, I am a fan of LL Cool J. I have been since I was a kid. I want to say the first song I heard from him was. Well, this, the first song that I connected with was Mama Said Knock You Out. I'm going to say that, right? Like That was the first song that when I heard it, it was like stuck in my head. And it was a new thing to me because I was a little kid. And it's like, I can hear this song even when it's not on. So like that was like one of the one of the first songs that, that had that effect on me. Um, but I think that the reason why... I, <clears throat> I think the reason why LL doesn't get maybe his proper placement is because... So let, let's go back and look at his discography, right? Like radio is 1984, right? Yep. Bigger and Death for 1986, Walking with a Panther 1989. So you got a five year span where you drop three albums and you're arguably the hottest nigga on the planet. Like you are LL Cool J, rap planet. superstar, rock star. You are the nigga. Like you him. Um, after that you get Mama said knock you out in 1990. You get. The album that I think people started to kind of maybe lose it a little bit on L was 14 Shots to the Dome because it was like kind of it was seen as like left field for him because it wasn't his it wasn't necessarily his rapping style. His voice was a little different. It was like a little it was like a little grimier. And, you know, okay. and, and I guess it kind of felt like it was uh, forced, maybe like he was trying to adapt to like what was going on in rap as opposed to like continuing in his lane or like setting the trends. And then you get Mr. Smith. 1995, right? So now you got another five years of albums where you get more, you know, you you, you get, I guess you kind of get to see a little bit more LL on his creative side or like what he actually wants to do, but some of it just didn't hit. So now let's take the first 10 years of his career where he started off for five of those being like the hottest nigga. And then he spent the next five after that just kind of like, I don't know, like trying to figure it out, maybe. Like, I don't know what was going on, maybe like business wise and shit like that. But that's around the era when all of the other rappers that we talk about in high regard were like, they were getting it off. Like, Nas is getting Illmatic off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. Hove is coming around in 96. AZ is out. Like, that's when. Yeah. That's when niggas was coming out with some shit. You feel what I'm saying? They, like, I hear what you're saying, and I, and I get what you're saying. I think. The part that needs to be remembered, and I, I and you kind of just you kind of mention it, but like it just needs to be harped on is like all right, we had 95, right? With you did Mr. Smith, right? That that's mm-hmm. the album we talk, that's where we're at, right? So at this point in time, homie's been out for a dime. A, a dime, yeah. 100%. Everybody that you're mentioning now are now just dropping the yeah, they're dropping the hungry, yeah, the hungry the first project. album. They now, like yeah. so, like I, I think part of his struggles were trying to figure out the trans the same the same shit we didn't see with Hove we didn't see with Nas oh, yeah, as, yeah. As, as 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 the years go on and now they're in year 10 they're in year 15 you know what I'm saying like it's like God the fuck I'm with what am I supposed to do with this nigga like yeah where he come from so you know, I kind of, I kind of, um, I'm shooting LL some bell on this because it's like, I don't want to go back and be like, yeah, 14 shots to the dome was whack. It was whatever. He was trying something. He was like, look, if this is what y'all want, let me show y'all I can do this shit too. 
And I just don't think a lot of people, like his core fans, gravitated, you know, to it. Also, his fans are growing. They're getting older, and they're getting into new music as well. So some of his shit kind of fell by the, you know, whatever, right? Um, so after that run, we get Phenomenon, 97. Which I um, hate. Yo, I hated that <laughs> song, dog. I hated it. Like so, so this is the part. This is so all right. I looked at I looked up um Mr. Smith, right? Mm -hmm. And then like I looked, I looked at the trash on. I was like, ooh, okay, I see what L's doing. This is the transition. Mm -hmm. This is the yo. Yeah, yeah. The, street, the streets don't want to hear this shit. I'm yep. gonna get I'm gonna get my core audience, which is the women. <laughs> And I'm gonna yes, just sir. attack them. So yep. now you got the phenomenon, like some things like me a phenomenon, something like I was just like, oh come on, dog. Which for like, all bro. intents and purposes, it did what it had to do. It did what it do because on this same album, bro, it's four, three, two, that's, one. That's what I was saying earlier about '97 was this. So he's going back, and so now he's getting back into being LL, who we knew from before. Like, oh shit, he can give you the girl joint, he can give you the club joint, but he can still all rap you. Let's not play with him like that. Let's not make it seem like because he getting the hoes, he can't, you know what I'm saying, brush your ass on the song. Because I think that's what started to happen to him at a certain point, too. I don't think any rapper who, and, and when I say the hoes, I mean this with all like all love. It's no disrespect. I'm I'm really not, you know, I, you know of course. I, I, let me change it up anyway, just, just in case. But any rapper that starts to get too much attention from the women are always downplayed. Drake. Always. It's like Drake, Nelly, him. Oh, when Fab was the point, I wasn't. The, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Nelly fan, though. Like, okay, okay, so. I see. What you're yeah, I mean, but but I'm just saying from a fan perspective of giving a nigga his credit. Because when I was telling niggas that Nelly, uh, what was the country grammar? He was rapping on that shit, dog. Like he really was rapping. But niggas like, man, this pretty boy ass nigga, man, I ain't. And I'm like, damn, bro, like he really rapping though. So, um, but but to but to kind of get back to LL for a second. I think that around that time, like you said, right, like '97 phenomenon, you got some joints on it, right? Like you, like you do have joints on it, but it's just four, three, two, one was the the standout song. So it's like that's kind of all we think about when we go to it. So let's move right along to Goat, the album. To my knowledge, I don't know if you know. I don't know. Has it? Did anybody else use that before him? Did anybody else use Goat before him? So, so I remember him debuting that on is, 106 in part. This is and I where it gets funky year. because I can tell you I don't remember anyone using that phrase prior before him. Right? Outside, outside of um, um, uh, Muhammad Ali being called the the, uh, the Goat, right? He's he was being but on some haters, but he yeah. but nobody ever said Goat Goat because I remember I remember in real time LL saying Goat. He said greatest of all time, and I was like, Oh shit. He was yeah, on so 106 I, when he said that. So this album right here, like I it's one of them <laughs> albums where it's just like, yo, it's not the craziest album, but there's some shit on this joint, right? Because mm -hmm. because um, and for those that don't remember the beef between him and cannabis, again, this was this was this was a this was a beef, right? Like yeah. this was this was this was real rap beef, not beef that's spilling over into the streets. This was beef, right? Like for what it's worth, LL took it out of context, but I'm glad he did because we got a classic beef. Because it was like you know, cannabis said, "I'll take the mic from you." It was just a, it was just a clever. But bar. but but here's here's the thing. LL was just a competitor. He was just like nigga. Yeah, but LL that. came up in that era where yeah. if you said that, it was like oh word. On. Yeah, you got oh, no, okay. Yeah. You have to so stand you on take it. The Exactly. Yeah. No matter what you meant, if you meant it in a nice way, cool. 
if you can rap, just let's rap right now because I feel the type of way about that. So, but yeah. So yeah. I said all that to say that the song he has. I'm looking at the list right now because I, <laughs> I, I, I remember I remember too, the album man. cover. Back where I belong, the joint with Ja Rule, classic album he, cover. By where the way. he breaks down, yes, when he breaks down the beef between him and cannabis yep. at that point in time, yep. right? Now, for, for just backtrack a little bit, at this point in time in life, Wyclef was well, not anymore, but at one point in time, Wyclef was in charge of cannabis, right? Whatever his official title was, but he was the person that was putting cannabis on, yep, right, yep, to the mainstream yep, media. Yep. Why Clef, who eh, whatever, he also comes out with a diss track about LL at, at you know mm-hmm. um a couple years prior to LL fired back at him. So this song right here, LL basically says, Hi, we got you, little nigga. You thought we forgot about you. Eh, I'm about to put you on. Yo, remember how da-da-da-da-da? nah, yo, me and Clef, we just we came up with all that shit, though. We we got you, right? Like yeah. L, so like. And then I think on this John, it was that was John, Yeah, it was clever, right? And that yeah. I I, I want to say the John he on here he has this called the goat. I don't know if it's this album or not, the but goat, I just yeah. remember I it's remember it was, but I'm not. I just don't remember if it's the song oh, that I'm thinking of. Okay, it's I remember he it might not. Nah, this might be a little, might be a different album, but he was he had a vi- he had a rap video for this John, and it was a grimy video, being that it was in black and white, and it was just him working out. Oh, it was just shit. him working out, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, and he was damn. spitting on it because it was one of them Jones where everybody was like, "Yo, all LL does is make songs for the ladies," and LL was just like, oh, "Hold up, y'all forgot? Like I've been doing this since '85, fam. This is this is year 15." Video was yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, man, yeah, and 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 again, like to my point. He started getting so much attention from the women that niggas was like, oh, he, oh, he went all the way. He sold, man. He's selling now. Like he just, he just over there. He just doing this. And again, I don't, I, I will never understand for the life of me in a culture who praises, oh, he got the hoes. He got the, why do we sit on rappers who got the most? Like, why do we shit it's on jealousy, rapper two? Yeah, it, yo, it has to be because we they, like they, we they like them. when y'all we like when you we we like when y'all talk that yo, shit. Don't get, don't get when it that shit, when that shit make you when that shit hit the home. You like oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh nah. yo, when I'm that shit when, when you talk that talk and that make you look at your own life and be like, damn, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you the minute. I'm gonna tell you the second LL lost. When I say us, I don't mean me and you, but like us collectively. Is when he said he was working out, but your boyfriend drink too much and he smoked too many blunts. Like nigga, what fuck is you talking about? L, like yeah, I'm lighting up. Nigga, don't be telling her no shit like that. Like what you mean? I'm smoking too many. Fuck is you? You know what I'm saying? Scruff yeah. McGruff. Like what is you doing? Like don't yeah, you, don't you know do what that. You just made me. You made me think about. <laughs> it was like a week ago when they put out the, that 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 uh, that clip. Yeah. Was like, yo, yo, we've been letting LL get away with some foul shit for years. Rocking syrup in public, bruh. The, the leg guitar, all that shit. Like, L Fam, was when they showed the, I remember it live. <laughs> but when they showed the clip that had LL getting the cut with the hat on, fam, fam, what? Yo, who does that? Listen, yo. Dog, listen, this is what I'm saying. So now, That's when you the goat, you can do shit like that. So now you got your girl, like, oh, this our niggas be in the shop, and now you got to now now you have to be a hater. 
Because when your girl see the video, you know, she see the clip, you got to be like, my niggas ain't doing that shit, man. That weak at So now you got to be a hater because you got to defend this shit because it's like, bro, I don't, we don't do that shit, man. That nigga, now he look like the man because anything you say that niggas don't do and he doing it, your girl going to be like, that shit might be kind of fly. Or the girls you around, that shit might you just spark some little interest. So I think, yeah, I think you're right about that. It hit a little close to home. Yeah, niggas, girls, I, it was a teacher, no lie, bro. It's a teacher I had in high school. She had a poster of LL Cool J in the classroom. I didn't necessarily like it because he was topless. I just felt like you could have went with a different joint because, like, we, you know, we are kids. Uh, I just didn't want to see that shit. But it just speaks to his his reach. They loved him, bro. Like, she put that shit up in the classroom. Like, I will never forget this shit, though. Ladies love Cool J, That's his name. Like, that's it's in his name. So I don't know why niggas were shocked. But I say all that to say... um. You know, as we as we get like further along in his discography, right? Like we get to uh after GOAT, <clears throat> we get 10 in 2002, which I liked. I like that album. To 02, 10, I'm not mad at that album at all. But then you kind of get to you know the definition in 2004. You got Ty Smith in 06, you got Exit 13 in 08, authentic in 2013. Like LL reached a point in music where I think he kind of went back to uh, 14 Shots to the Dome. We were trying to figure it out again. And yeah. much like that album, he found a flow that he liked. And I think people around him liked because it was new from him. And he fell in love with it to the point where the whole album sounded kind of the same. And I think that that's what you started to get after like, oh, like early 2000, maybe not 02. But after that, the music started to just like, feel like one like he like he hit a stride and just made like one song for the album so i think i think the same reasons why we give nas credit for reinventing himself over and over again and having these third and fourth acts i think it kind of works the opposite for l because the music he started making we can't go back and say like what's his king's disease or king's disease two or magic like you know what i'm saying and maybe it's unfair to compare him to a nigga like nas but maybe not because they're both like Mount Rushmore no, type niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's not unfair to compare him to to a nigga like Nas. I think the unfair part comes in where music is different now. Different, yeah, okay, yeah. That, and that, that's a good one. L, the, these the, these eras that you're speaking about, because look, Authentic came out, which I can't even tell you what the fuck is on. Yeah, I have no idea what's on this. I can't I tell like, you what's on Exit people. 13 or Authentic, bro. Like, I needed to know like what, yeah. what albums he made after that, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. But it says Authentic is 2013. 2013, yeah. That's almost year 30 in the game for Bull. Yeah. That's year 28 of albums, right? Yeah. Um, And in, in, in 2013, if memory serves me correct, Terrible album cover, by the way, too. Oh my god, this nigga oh, looks yeah. like a fucking Assassin's Creed character on this shit, man. Yeah, he looked like she be in Game of Thrones or some shit. Yeah, he wilding. Um, but um, the he, that's still an era where music was weird, where it's just like, yo, um, this we just left the downloading phase of mm -hmm. music. Streaming's not out yet. Niggas right, really aren't right. figuring out how to. To yep. sell albums anymore because everybody's bootlegging your shit. Yep. yep. Um, and this is like future ASAP Rocky, like you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like they were, you know, they might have been out, but it's like this is when that music started to be like, oh yeah, because this was a year after I moved out to Atlanta. So okay. 2012, 2013 is 
you know, Future, is ASAP, is Kendrick, is, you know, Drake is dropping again, is this, is that, like, it's mad shit going on around that time. So to your point, you are right. And again, that's why I feel like he goes back to that kind of 14 shots to the dome, you know, like in his mind, it's like, yeah. okay, I need to figure it out. And I need to make I mean, they were, they were definitely his washed yeah. albums. These were his washed albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. But he, our overall, I guess our overall point, even with those, like you can't erase what he, you know what I'm saying? Like what he did. Like, so like, like, like you said, Nas can't be bumped up anymore to the people that praise him already. But with like, do you like do you really think that those albums made people look at LL different? Nah, because I, I don't think. Unless you were LL, like, die hard, die hard, die hard. And again, I'm 41. I was five when LL's first album came out. <laughs> five, right? Yeah. So LL technically ain't my era. <laughs> I mean, I was five. I, no, bro, I was five. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I'm saying yeah, that yeah. LL, the LL that was gotcha. lyrically the nicest dude on the planet. Nobody gotcha. wants it with them. I'm five, bro. Like, I'm not even in kindergarten yet. <laughs> right? And, like, I just think that LL is one of them dudes that, like, he that there's nothing he could do. Like, the yeah, people I got that... You. I got you. The people... And, 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 and so I'm four... I've said that to say I'm 41. I say the people that are 50 are, like, the real they already LL, They're already set in their mind. Like, yeah, they don't have any idea what twenty what he did in 2013, dog. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? They, do, they probably was like, man, he's just doing what he wants. I don't give a fuck. Like, because I, yeah. I do understand, like, people that's, uh, especially older rap fans, because put it like this. Let's look up now, 10 years from now, if Push is putting out albums with, I don't see them ever, like, breaking on some shit. But it's just for the sake of the argument, Push is just putting out shit that nobody give a fuck about. My mind is already made up in 2022. It was made up in 2002 that Push was him. I don't give a fuck. It's nothing he can do. There's nothing that Push he can do on a rap level to make me consider him any less than or whatever. He's him. Yeah. I, I say this. You Since you put it like that, 10 years from now, I'd be in my 50s, right? <laughs> I still want. I still want to hear push talk that coke shit. You goddamn right. Fuck what y'all you goddamn right. About. It's gonna be a different cane that you you know <laughs> probably fucking around when we when we like we get much older, but we still want to hear it because we just you know and and I think that's a um you know like like that part right like what we in our formative years or what we loved at a certain point in time in our there's nothing that will ever be able to change that ever like there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can say like LL. He made the transition, you know, and he was and he was like a pioneer in that lane. I'm gonna get on TV, dog. I'm gonna get in movies, dog. I'm about to go do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I see his money out there to be made in this. Y'all ain't fucking with the music. Cool. Let me go over here and like, you know, get these box office shit like that. And that's what he did. He ended up being on TV shows like we talked about in movies and you know, doing a bunch of off the court shit, so to speak. So I I, I just think that is I think that now. That we live in the era of like, let's go back and pick apart your career. LL has a lot of moments that you can pick apart and be like, he was wild. So now all people, when you hear LL, the first thing they think about is him saying niggas was calling him Big Ellie. And that, come on, like that, nobody called you Big Ellie. But yourself, they dog. call me Big Ellie. Yeah. Like, nah, I'll yes, put it like this. <laughs> if this was calling you Big Ellie, I hope you got them from around you because those are not your friends. Anybody that mm. records you that because if you ever came around me saying, Yeah, I think I'm going by Big Ellie now, 
I would I wouldn't say it to you in front of a bunch of people. I would put you to the side. I'm like, yo, what's this big Ellie shit, bro? That's not. Don't do that, please. For me, you know what I'm saying. I would I would have had a heart to heart with you. I'm saying, Jerv, I would do that with you. You my dog. If you ever came to me and said, yo, they calling me Big Jervy or some shit, I'll be your dog. We ain't nah, man. Whoever's calling you that shit, tell them to stop right now, like right now. So I just think that's what it is into like the meme era in the you know let me go back and like the tiktok era nigga let me put your whole career in 60 seconds and show these niggas how wild you was because that nigga was wilding out dog like that chocolate syrup on the leg in broad daylight on the hood of the car that nigga was wilding like if that's your aunt or your fucking mom or your grandma or some shit you see that video you like man that nigga's a weird man like that nigga's a nasty man you know so I think maybe that's that got a lot, you know, to do with it more than the music. Cause like we just talked about, it's probably I didn't even hear those. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what's on Exit 13 or what was the shit. I gotta look up the name. Um, authentic. I don't even know. So I don't know. Dog. I don't know. I just know the last time I heard LL rap, it was in like a commercial is like type of thing. It was like Dr. Dre. He was saying something like, "Get this shit popping like fish fry batter," and I turned it off because I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to." I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear LL try to be like Cassidy or some shit. Like that's that's definitely not what I want to hear because I don't want to remember him that way. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I guess if you uh, one more thing before we wrap, like if you had to rank LL, you don't have to put a number on it, but put a bracket on it. Where do you where do you rank him, and where do you think that like he would be properly rated? You know, if you're talking about top this or top that like top 10 top 20 top whatever you don't have to put a specific number on it if you don't want to but if you had a bracket to put him in what do you think he would be properly placed off the top of my head top 15 like comfortably top 15 comfortably top okay. 15 yeah, yeah. yeah. um i want to say top 10 but I can't say that comfortably without really going down the list or whatever. The, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but again, if you told me you think LL's top five ever, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't because I, I know what you mean. You mean lyrically, yeah. he's he's one of the nicest niggas ever. Mm -hmm. And then it just gets dicey when you start going to, to, to <laughs> yeah, the further along you get, it's like, yeah, <laughs> oh no, man. <laughs> I don't know about this nigga, man. You start doing the homework. <laughs> um, yeah, I I would agree with that. I was gonna say top top twenty, so I guess yes, like top fifteen for sure. Because I don't, I wouldn't put him any low, like lower than fifteen. Um, it's I don't know. It's kind of weird with him because it's like it's like lyrical ability mixed with impact and all of that. That's top fifteen easily. We talk about impact. His impact is probably top five. We talking about rap impact alone. Um, so yeah, top fifteen. I think we can you know we can agree on that. I wouldn't put a number on it right now. I'm just terrible at rankings, like ranking rappers. Because like if you ask me on it, like I said, any given day you ask me, Kiss might be my top five. Then it might be Styles. Then it might be Push. Then it might be this guy. So it's like my top three or four don't usually change, but maybe that fifth spot is like a, you know, pick them, you know, depending on when you ask me. Um, but yeah, I think we can agree on that, that like LL, he's had a hell of a career. He's still LL Cool J. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. You know LL. So it is what it is. You find out LL's performing, you might want to pull up because the hoe's going to be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what you got to know. That's yeah, what you got to know. They, they going to be there, and he comes in that. He comes from that era where niggas perform. 
Absolutely. He's gonna give you a show. Don't give a fuck if it's 90 people. Yeah. It's nine people. He's gonna give yeah. them nine motherfuckers a show for their money. Ain't, and it ain't gonna just be him rapping and holding a microphone and having having everybody spin yeah. lyrics as, as he just stands there or just yeah. jumps around. Like, and, figure, you know, and, and, and figure out where your girl stands on LL before you get to the show. Because if you get you know some good ass seats or good ass standing room and you up close enough, he might, you know. He might make an example out you. I'm just, I'm just giving you some advice. I'm just saying, figure out where she stand on him. Figure out if she don't really like his, you know, whatever. But if she's, if she's telling you like, oh, LL, like, yeah, he, if she start running it off, you might want to play the bar or something. Play like the middle of the room. Don't go up front because he will make an example out you. I guarantee you. Like, the man was doing what treacherous shit. You know what I'm saying? Like on camera, he knew it. Like he told people this, shoot this, get this on camera so everybody can see how I'm getting down. So. He don't really give a fuck about you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, you know, I, I like that. I like that. I like that we can have conversations about our legends and not have to like shit on them and be like, ah, nigga, this, eat that, whatever. Um, but we are sophisticated gentlemen and shit like that. And we listen to coke rap. So maybe if you niggas ain't listening to coke rap, you can't be like us. You know what I'm saying? I, maybe. It's just observation I had, you know. Um, but yeah, man, you know, uh, listen, another week, another episode, dog, great. Subscribe, review, all that good shit. Check out the OG Bomb Show. Niggas had a fucking great episode this week, man. I was off. I was cooking dinner for the family. That's why I missed the episode and shit. Um, that was a good, good ass weekend to play off football too. You know what I mean? So definitely gotta give it up for that. Uh, shout out to you know the Kicks and Shit Show, Rat Names, um, Rogue Bros, the new shit we got, Rules Kitchen with Jason Madison, with B, with Anthony Mays. Like they talking about Euphoria ill pod it's a super ill show my daughter you know what I mean? uh but you know it's whatever um yeah man you know till next week we out <laughs>